another Eurovision for real podcast. Today's going to be really exciting. I'm Alicia Michelle and I'm not alone. I am joined by Lily again from Eurovisionfam.com and you probably have seen her on YouTube and you're very active on Twitter, right? I should I should tell oh, yeah. people to find you on Twitter for all yeah. the hot takes. Yeah, I'm at Lily Love Stuff on like Twitter and on YouTube on my own channel, Eurovision Fam on YouTube as well. And I'm so happy to be back. Yes. And we've got a big thing to discuss today because, you know, and this, as, as a lot of things come to me, you know, throughout the day, but a lot of things come to me as a result of Twitter conversations I have with people. And I'm like on Twitter, I just, there's not a lot of space. You can't hear like inflections. So you don't know if someone's yelling at you or someone's just talking to you. And, you know, and then sometimes like people who don't even follow you respond to your tweets. It's like, did I ask you? <laughs> like, who are you? Why yeah. are you here? If uh, in particular, if you disagree, why are you here? What do you like? What do you respond? Like, just keep people, it moving. I don't think people understand. You can just scroll past stuff. You don't have to. Exactly. To you can just literally look at the tweet that you don't agree with and go, whew, that was a interesting take, and just keep moving. But instead, you know, people want to be snarky. And I think people want to, like, come for me. And then when I actually respond, all of a sudden it's like, oh, 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 you're just going to say this? You're the one coming over here screaming into the ether like I asked you something. I didn't ask you anything. You're a vision for real. Okay. <laughs> um, so no, the big question we have is who can actually win Eurovision? Now we have to do the disclaimer that we're recording this March 2nd. And so I'd like us to stay somewhat in what we have now and maybe not spend too much time on what we could potentially have. But I do think there's two countries that we will have to touch on mostly because they're either at the top of the odds or rising in the odds, even though those songs have not been selected. So, but they're the reason why these countries are beginning to have a little bit of surging. So let's just kick off. And let me just ask you, Lily, when you're breaking down like the formula for something that can win your vision, what are you thinking about? I think first and foremost, it's about authenticity. It's about what feels true to an artist and how that's presented and making sure that when you're seeing that vision, it's a vision that feels true to who they are as an artist. I think the biggest thing for me, especially with this era of Eurovision we've been in since I'm gonna say like, I wanna say like 20, 2016 kind of kicked it off. So that's sort of a making sure it feels authentic. You know, I agree. I think 2016 was like a lot of folks say, you know, 2012, euphoria winning sort of changed a little bit the course of Eurovision. I think 2012 did kind of hearken in a year of one, because it was, I think being hosted, well, not, I think, you know, the fact that it was being hosted in Baku and it was sort of like this opulent big thing. I think it made Eurovision feel bigger. It was mm -hmm. like clearly in that moment, like, oh, we can scale up. Like it doesn't have to just be an off chance that we scale up and then, you know, and then we do something a little bit smaller. I think like once we did Azerbaijan, it was like, okay, we need arenas. Like there's no other option. Like it's arenas. So you got to have your arena. And then, um, and I mean, honestly, I actually, it's, it's funny. I think that 2012 was actually a really good year. Like I always say that euphoria. Well, I say like, mm -hmm. I'll say it this way. There was a lot of interesting in 2012. I was not bored watching yeah. that show in 2012. This year, there might be moments that I get bored. I'm not going to lie. There might be some, like, ugh, here we are again moments. But I would say the arena era really started in 2009 because that was such a big with the LEDs and everything. Well, I, I agree. Mm -hmm. But I guess I'm sort of coming from the perspective of, like, I mean, because I, I, I agree. But I think in 2012, it was like, no, there is no choice. Like, I, okay. I don't know if it, it, you get what I mean? Like, yes, I think yeah. when we did, um, when we had, uh, what was it, Norway? And then even, well, what was it, Germany? 
yeah, in Dusseldorf Germany, was... Dusseldorf was huge. Yeah. Was huge. I mean, I have mean... we even had a larger audience? Because wasn't that at the time, for like the longest, that was like the largest Eurovision audience. I think that's audience. the biggest there's ever been is yeah. in Dusseldorf. Well, when I think about 2012, I think 2012 was the era of respectability coming back to Eurovision, where people looked at it more, less of novelty now, and we're going to be here for a potential European hit, especially with the winner. Agreed. Because, yeah. yeah, so I do think that sort of ushered in the the level of quality yeah, that we kind of have at the contest now. And I think a lot of artists have cited like, oh, yeah, well, once Euphoria won, I, I mean, even Hoover Phonic. Yeah. When I was talking to them, they said, yeah, like, honestly, Euphoria winning was like, oh, okay, like, this feels current. This actually feels like a song that came out in 2012. And I, I think the fair critique of Eurovision being, you know, a little bit behind, like, it stood. But I do think coming out of 2012, we've got some better winners in our yeah, midst. Yeah, definitely. We've got some strong, and I shouldn't say better, but stronger songs the songs feel a little bit more rooted i mean because i think about so we had euphoria then we had only teardrops rise like a phoenix to me was a dip but the win was for other reasons you know heroes say what you want about the song but it didn't feel that dated no it doesn't it's even now you can listen to it, it still yeah. feels kind of fresh yeah then we have 1944 and this like what you said this change into like things that are that feel personal things that feel and 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 i think 1944 moving then into 2017 with amar pillows doys like yeah feels special and i would even argue even with toy i think some people discount because it's so pop and and radio friendly i think people kind of downplay the fact though like netta you know, it's a creative. Like, Netta yeah. was like a looper, singer girl. That song is very authentic, you mm -hmm. know, to her and her yeah. experience. And and so there was still, I think, a personal quality about it, even though it wasn't maybe in your typical singer-songwriter bow. Honestly, I would say there's something about Toy that also has, like, a jazz-like quality to it where there's that improvisation and that unexpectedness the first time you hear it. And that's how Netta is as a performer. If you yes. listen to her stuff before she competed to go to Eurovision, it still fits in that wheelhouse. Toy was just an elevated version of it. Like, now I've got a budget behind me and I'm not just singing about steak and potatoes. Like, it, it just, it all no. fits. No, I agree. So, so I would say the things that I look for I look for what was the immediacy. When I think about a Eurovision winner, I feel like, yeah, it has to be immediate. There has to be something intriguing. It has to pull you in. I do think there has to be some level of diversity. The song has to go somewhere. The monotonous stuff doesn't tend to do well if we're talking winners. We need a little bit of variety in the song. I do think that, I, I think a lot of Europeans would be idealistic and say that the country doesn't matter, but I think the country absolutely does. We have seen that, that it matters. So let's stop pretending as if it doesn't. So I do think the country matters. And I think when I say the country matters, I think a level of that momentum. How have they been showing up in the space? Yeah. Like how hungry are people to receive and um, not just critique, but even praise when the country does well? Like mm -hmm. are people here for, you know, here for that discussion i think a good example is like with the uk them sending you know middle of the road for years basic stuff and then sending sam smith you know europe was like yes we want to consume this it feels like you you actually gave a damn mm -hmm. <laughs> like this year like it seemed like you actually care so yes we're willing to receive it whereas i think some countries it's like mm, we see you working hard but like it's not your turn yet or like, we see you, you know, yeah, you putting in this work, but mm, you was really dragging your feet for a whole bunch of years. So we're not ready to see it for you yet. That's <laughs> I, I see that there. Yeah. I know. mean, like, or even sometimes it's like, you've been consistently good, but like, I know you can do better. So I'm yes. going to hold back. Like that teacher who's always like, I'm not going to give you that A. Well, I'm going to be honest. I feel like that's, that's the Sweden model. It's 100%. like, yeah, this is good, but you can do better. Yeah. You can Sweden, do better. 
I know you can do better. <laughs> like, you're not living up to your full potential right now. You haven't been in for a while. Let's get you back on track, and then maybe I'll give you that win. I completely, completely agree. Okay, so let's just run through real quick. So I think we can both agree Albania is not winning Eurovision this year. No. I love the song, though, and I think people are discounting it. But I, I don't think Albania is in our winner discussion. So let's move on. Now, I don't know how you'll feel about this, but <laughs> Armenia, I think, might have a shot. Armenia is doing something I've wanted you're, like I've wanted to see for a while. Well, we don't know because I just know that brunette's an R&B singer. So I'm That's hoping what I'm going to be getting off, in that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going off of previous catalog so although we do not have the song yet i do feel like if it is just adjacent to mm -hmm. what she has created before i think that you would be here to see it so we're so our first like who could win eurovision that we're we're throwing down on and we'll revisit this we'll revisit this but our first one that we're throwing out is armenia yeah we feel good about that there. i do yeah because I, I i'm thinking I'm, what I'm thinking is going to happen is something I've wanted Sweden to do for a long time. So I'm, I'm, my I have high hopes for Armenia. My hopes okay. are so high for Brunette. I, yeah, me too. And I, I want to make sure that I like temper my expectations because I don't want to like, yeah, I don't want to do what you were describing, which I would say is a Sweden effect. Like, mm, you could do better. Like, I want to be able just to receive it, you know, yeah. without preconceived notions. Okay, so I'm moving on to. Australia and as much as I like the song I don't I, I don't think Australia is winning this year I don't think that's not an either I, I'm so happy we have Voyager finally mm -hmm. in the in at Eurovision because I know they've been trying for a while and they're a band they've been listening to for years yeah even before Australia decides um so honestly like I I don't think it's gonna happen for them with this song no I don't think it's happening and I think also too was Australia ever really set up to win because I even argue even in 2016 when Sound of Silence dropped I loved it I thought the fandom was actually quite quiet about it and then it was really the rehearsals that made people go oh she can do this live I don't know why mm -hmm. it took the rehearsals for them to figure it out but you know here we are so let's move on to Austria I'm gonna say it's a no we don't have the song but I think it's going to be a no. Like, not the song, but they're not going to be able to win Eurovision this year. Mm -mm. Yeah, looking at the back catalog for um, Taya, I, mm -hmm. I don't see it happening for them either. Yeah. But I think they're going to give us something fun. So we'll move on. Azerbaijan, we don't have anything, but I'm going to tell you after that jury mess last year, I'm going to go ahead and say Azerbaijan does not have a chance to win this year. Nope. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I am excited that they're producing a song in Azerbaijan. I am hoping that I like it. I actually think that I could, but I don't. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, now let's ta let's move on to Belgium. No, <laughs> Belgium's no. not going to win. I I will tell you though. I've been banging it in the car. Honestly, Ooh. that's like my if Which I just started drinking. If I'm like ha like one and a half strawberry daiquiris in, that because is the best song I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I mean, I said it's just so funny because everyone I'm I'm telling it's just so funny. I could have a whole video where I say everything is so wonderful about the song. And then the one negative thing people just are like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Literally, my reaction was, I think that this is going to be a strong year and I don't know if this is going to be enough. Well, guess what? Here we are, March 2nd. I don't think it's going to be a strong year. So Gustav has a shot. OK. <laughs> I think, I think that because of you, it's pretty good. Okay, let's move on. Croatia. I am on the fence a little bit with Croatia because although I don't think they have a chance of winning, I think that they're qualifying. Oh, yeah. and, and I think that they have the potential to steal maybe the televoting win away from Finland. I could see it happen. Honestly. I don't think it's going to happen, but can I see it? Could I create a pack? I mean, honestly, like, I think that they could come top five in the televote. No, agreed. I 100% agree with yeah. that statement. Like, at yeah. Croatia, and knowing, because we have to think about friends around the area, mm -hmm. and this is a band that's known in the area. Oh, like, yeah. A big deal. So oh, I yeah. can definitely see it happening, too. 
Yeah, I just, I don't, but I think us talking about Croatia having the opportunity to win the whole thing, no, because we no. know the juries will tank. So yeah. the juries are not going to, the juries might give it a little bit, like some of the, I would say, regional folks who get it will give some points, but I think by and large, the jury will tank it. So we're not talking about a win. Now, Cyprus, I admit the song is out. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm going to do my reaction after this. I don't think so. Not this year. I don't know. I want Cyprus to win soon, but I don't I don't think this is the year. Agreed. Yeah. I, I would love for Cyprus to win. I like I like a beach. I'm not gonna lie. But I don't mm-hmm. think it's the year. Okay. Yeah, I just don't think it's the year. I would like it though. Soon. Come on, Cyprus. Soon we'll do it. Now, um Czechia. I think Czechia is in winner potential conversation. 100%. Vesna yeah. is in that combo about possibly winning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This, this, yeah. So we're both in agreement. Yeah. yeah. Czechia, definitely, aka formerly known as the Czech Republic, is definitely, could win Eurovision. All right, let's move on to Denmark. I love this song, but it's a no. No, that's not no. winning. Okay, and then we can just move on now. Estonia love the song when i first heard it i was thinking winter potential but europe i think wants a party i yeah. think europe wants a party and i'm i'm like nah that she's not providing a party not this year but love the song yeah okay let's move on finland oh put it on the list already go ahead and do it i'm gonna put finland on the list but i will say this the jury's because I even did a video earlier where it was like, who would I want to see like win Eurovision? Like, who do I think will win Eurovision in the next 10 years? And who would I want to see? And I think Finland did make the cut for me, but I did that with an asterisk of like, the jury needs to stop playing with Finland. Yeah. Like, period. Like, just stop it. Like, I'm not saying you have to give bad songs points, but let's not, you know. No. Because we have to think, think about oh, how is the jury going to go with Finland. I think there is a potential though for the jury to still pick it up. Because there I is a quality the, to no, it. No, I agree. I think the jury will feature this. Okay. I, I think so. I mean, he still did well. He still won the jury in Finland. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, I think it's still cracking through. I yeah. think I think I don't think it's going to get blanked by the juries in the way that some people think. Like, let three is going to get blanked by the juries. Yeah. Korea, mm, I don't think so. He's it's made- going to be too big. The song will be too big. The performance is too big for, I think, the juries to even confidently say no. Okay. Yeah. So moving on, this I feel torn about this one, but it's France. Where are you at? I don't think this is France's year to win. That's my – so – this is the thing. I've heard some people like, oh, this was the first song I felt. And there is a grandness about the intro to the song. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm completely on board with the production of the track once we have the disco beat drop. I think there's something about it that I, oh, I'm going to say the dreaded D word. I could understand people calling it dated. Because it's one thing to give us throwback. Mm-hmm. But you want to elevate it. Sonically, I don't feel like we're getting anything fresh from the track. That's, right. I think, I think that's, I think maybe the issue. But I, I would also say, song and artist aside, I don't think that this is France's year to win. No. It's just the cards are not there right now. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, no, and they already have the Olympics next year, so that's true. They can, they can go for that. Maybe twenty twenty five. We'll see. We'll go to France, but yeah, I'm, I think I'm. I think people will be mad at us for not including France, so I'm mm-hmm. going to put France over on the side, <laughs> just well, to I see. Mean, we might have to come back to it. Like once we yeah. look at the rest, we can come back to it. But I, I don't know. It's just something. But you know what? The itch I have about France this year is the same itch I had in 2021 because I was like, yeah, I think it'll do well, but it's not winning. It's not yeah. going to win. And I was right. <laughs> I mean, some people thought I was crazy. I was like, I'm not saying I don't like the song. I think the song is amazing. It's a masterpiece. Barbara Pravi is like, is a genius. 
Like her, I mean, and the catalog is thick and I want more people to like know who she is because I think she's just a creative force. But I was like, I don't think that this is winning. I, I agree. I agree with that statement. Well, France also has Junior next year, don't they? Hey, France is all booked up for 2024. Yeah, low key. All right. So let's talk about Georgia because I think Georgia's going to do really well, but I don't think they're going to win though. But I think they could be, but I think Georgia could give us dark horse. Like, I don't know if it's like the main winner's circle. It's kind of like, and when I say dark horse, it's like the song, not on anyone's radar. But then like when we see the performance, it's like, oh, we're in. And I mean, the thing about Georgia is we know they'll stage it, right? So I, like, and the, and the sauce, like the ingredients are all there. Maybe it's just too early. I don't know. Cause like for me, I still, I still, I'm like, I'm holding black and oh my gosh, I'm holding back on saying Georgia's going to win. I think Georgia has big potential like Armenia does. I really do. Okay. I'm going to put In Georgia fact, down because I feel yeah. like I, that's why I'm like, maybe it's, maybe it's too soon, but I'm putting Georgia down and I'm putting a note that I'm like, could be like dark horse now germany they have not selected their entry yet but i think we can safely say germany's not going to win even with the options they have they're not going to win it this yeah. year but i do think the options they had in the national selection this year and if they pick smartly i think we could be in for something surprising from germany next year i think for germany a win is getting out of the bottom five and they this can year. certainly do that yeah this year yeah. And then we'll get there. Let's talk about Greece. I don't know. There's all this controversy around Greece. We don't have the song yet. Apparently, there was a snippet released. I didn't hear it. As much as I love Greece and I want them to win Eurovision soon, I'm on record with that. I don't think this is the year. Exactly. Yeah, I don't I think don't. this is the year. So Iceland, I only watched the first semi of Iceland. Did you watch the second one? Yes, I did. And Jenny, I love Iceland as a Eurovision country. I want yeah, them to so bad, but it's not happening this year. Yeah, not this year. Okay, let's move on to Ireland. They're not winning this year. But, you know, no. their goal is to qualify. Exactly. And honestly, with the way that this year is looking, I feel better by the day, by the minute that Ireland actually probably is going to qualify. Let's talk about Israel. I, I've, I've said it from jump. She's a pop girly. But I don't think Israel's coming for the win this year. No, and I've heard like because they officially put like a little bit of the song in oh, a couple okay. of clips, like the uh, like official YouTube channels done it, Khan's done it. it the song isn't gonna win. It, it's okay. Not. I mean, I think it'll be good. We want it yeah. on the stage. Let's move on to Italy. I know there's just the subset of us in the Eurovision fandom that just we love what Italy does. Italy's not winning this year. Nope. It's not going to happen. I'm just, I love Marco. I love what Italy brings to Eurovision. They will not be winning this year. It's not going to happen. Too many bitter people from them delegations last year are going to be set up on them juries. <laughs> and they will, <laughs> it don't matter if that was number one in the televoting, they will bury this. <laughs> they will bury this with their heart and soul. They're going to put their heart and soul this year in burying Italy. And we already know that they like burying Italy anyway. So it'll feel real yeah. easy to do it this year. Jerry. Yep. Um, moving on, Lapia. Lapia is not going to win. I love the song, though. But they're not yeah. They're not winner potential. And they're a country. They got to get back on that qualification yeah. track like, record. Lapia just needs to keep, like, needs a couple of good solid years of qualifying. Yes. But this year, this year they're not winning. They're not winning. But honestly, again, as the days go on, the more and more I see openings for Lapia to end up qualifying, which I would not be mad at. I like no. that song. Let's move on. Lithuania. Um, no. no. And if you listen to the other podcast that Lily was on, you would know that we could have been talking about Lithuania in a winner's circle. And the winner's circle meaning top five. Yeah, uh, we we could have been having that conversation. I love the song, shoot the to the love it, but it ain't gonna win. Malta, they're not gonna win, but I am hoping that we will see them in the final. I want Malta to qualify yes. so bad. The song yes. is so much fun. It's and so Malta, fun. Malta just needs to get back to that consistent qualification situation. Correct. All right, now Moldova, we they have not selected their their act. In a weird way, I kind of could have seen Moldova being in a winner's circle conversation 
but I really don't know who they're going to pick. Like, because if they pick Pasha, I like the song and everything. Yeah. It'll be good, but I don't think it'll win Eurovision. So Same. that's, yeah. So I'm like, if they pick that, Sunstroke Project, love them. I actually think the song's fun. But honestly, I think I prefer Malta's fun. I think I prefer yeah. the fun Finland's given me, you know, to this particular offering. And then I would have felt better about Aliana Moon because I like both of the songs that she was optioning for Moldova mm -hmm. and I have been listening to them. I could have been thinking about her being in the mix and we'll get to this later, but with Blanca, Paloma and Lorian, you know, being rumored, yeah. it's just the female energy is just coming. And low key, and to be fair, Norway, I just don't, well, I don't know. Aliona is, I think, better than Alessandra, though. Yeah, I think well, what Aliona is bringing is completely like she's kind of giving us a little more on the ballady side. Yes. And I, but an I electro say, ballad. Yeah. I don't think Moldova's winning if they pick her, but I think they would no. do pretty well if they did. I agree. I agree. I think out of the front runners in Moldova, she's the one that has the potential to do the best. And the song, when I tell you the studio cuts are just professional. I mean, oh, and great. we know, and we know that she can perform live. So oh, yeah. I'm like, if I wanted to have a safe bet in this mix, I'd probably go with her. Yeah. I, mm -mm, yeah, I, I like Pasha though. I like what Pasha is giving and that would give us something different at Eurovision, but again, not winning. So let's, let's move on. Uh, we're, we're getting into the home stretch. So let's keep going. Okay. The Netherlands. Uh, I don't think the Netherlands is winning this year. And I did not hear the song yet, but I, I just think, I think there might be a level of like too soon and you ba basically had it twice. Yeah. So I, I think the Netherlands, this is, this is a year we could have them on the shelf, but I have, I, I have faith and trust in them. But like I said, I ain't even listened to the song yet. Yeah, no, I've so. listened to the song and I agree. Okay. Let's move on to Norway. I think we, here's the thing I just feel like Norway's not winning so when I say that then people are kind of like oh but the song was a hit and I'm like yes the song is a hit me saying I don't think it's winning doesn't mean I don't think it's coming top 10 doesn't mean that I think it couldn't come top 5 even because I could see Norway becoming top 5 I can see a pathway for it but I just don't think it's going to win no I don't think it's going to win no um <sighs> Norway is like top five potential at best. That's what I think. I think. Yeah. Like, I think that's like what I'm thinking. Or six, if I had to choose right now. I'm going to put her in the same bucket as France, even though. Yeah. Even though I'll tell you this, I feel better about Norway's chances than I do France's chances of winning. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel better about Norway's yeah. chances than France's chances to win. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to Poland. Poland will not be winning this year. I think we could say that comfortably. No, no they're not. Okay. Portugal, they've got some things in the hopper. I don't think a Portuguese – here's the thing. It really is going to come down to what they pick because in theory, they've got some good sauce and, like, different options. Mm -hmm. And really, I guess what's bringing me pause is honestly – Neon Soho and Mimi Cat. Okay. Are what's bringing me a little bit of a pause because Neon Soho had this very conceptual way of bringing the song mm -hmm. to life. Uh, the vocalist, she's very a la Kate Bush. Like when you hear her, yeah. I mean, and actually for people who watched that show, what was that TV show with the aliens that got canceled? Well, they weren't aliens, they were robots. And like they were raising and they were like, Mother, it came on HBO Max. It got canceled. But there was, so there was a theme, the theme song was so interesting. And the vocalist of Neon Soho and whoever, and I did look up the vocalist. What was it? Um, Wolves. Raised by Wolves. I haven't seen that. I okay. have Yeah. Raised by Wolves was a television series. It was, it is canceled. But the theme song of it, sort of this jazzy, um, it was interesting. So the singer is Miriam Wallentine, and okay. she and and she's Swedish. Okay. 
she's Swedish, but there's this song. Anyway, I digress. Neon Soho's giving me pause because there's something there that I'm like, it just feels special. And anytime you've got something that's like, it's special, there's nothing really like it at Eurovision right now. So I think it could have eyes on it. Yeah. Mimi Cat, I think is, I almost kind of want Portugal to send Mimi Cat because it will cancel out France to me. Well, I shouldn't say I want, because it's not like I want to cancel out France, but just, I think what Mimi Cat is offering as a whole is, is actually superior um to france it's a different taste it has the same kind of it, it, it has french vibes heavily french vibes um and there was a song a couple of years ago at festival de console that did the same thing mm-hmm. that had heavy french vibes um i don't know but portugal's yeah. probably not in the winner conversation no. but i do think if they send mimi cat mimi cat this year she will likely get a good result or neon soho mm-hmm. yeah she'd get a good enough result that then next year we could be so maybe setting up that, setting up yeah that layout. yeah, yeah. <laughs> next year it's like mm, it's on and popping romania it's not gonna win no no, no. okay san marino not gonna win <laughs> no let's get now we're down to the i would say the trifecta here all right potentially so so Serbia's up next, and I've gone on record. I feel like Serbia has enough momentum, mm-hmm. and if they pick right, I think Serbia could be in a winner potential conversation. There's a couple in there. Yeah, there's a couple in there who'd be on the who are who are fighting for podium. So even least. though, yeah, so even though we're not, even though we don't have the song yet, we're gonna put Serbia down. Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. And then we got Slovenia, which I, I'm sorry, we got to put Slovenia down. A hundred percent Slovenia. <laughs> they, I'm my Slovenia stanner just a little bit the last couple of years. And like, yeah, this yeah is... Slovenia is in the mix. Yeah. yeah. So then Spain, obviously Spain mm-hmm. is in the mix, clearly. Um, Sweden, if it's Lorian, Absolutely. I think Sweden's in the same position they were at the same time last year of like if it's Cornelia, yeah, like if it's Cornelia or non qualifier, Mm -mm, exactly, they're in the same pot. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you're right about that. I even worry low key about Eminem if they went to Eurovision qualifying. Yeah, no, I which is crazy. I'm like, that's crazy. But I, again, I think anything that's just straight up pop is struggling, Mm -hmm. or there's a there's a hurdle. So, um, next up, Switzerland. No, no, no. no I've listened to the back no. catalog. No, no, no. Um, and then I'd say, then we have Ukraine, which clearly Ukraine, it, I think was second in the betting odds. So obviously Ukraine is in the conversation for the winner's circle and obviously the UK. Yeah. I think, I think the UK is definitely, oh, do so you long. agree? Oh yeah. They, they're yeah. ready for it. They want yeah. it. And they're ready for it. So of the solid ones we had, we had Czechia, Finland, Georgia, Serbia, Slovenia, Spain, Sweden, Ukraine, and the UK. And then we sort of had on the side France and Norway. I will tell you this. Looking at our main list, so our main list is is nine. I feel better about putting Norway over here. Oh, wait, no, I missed up. And Armenia, I left off Armenia. So, no, we have 10. We have 10. So, I take that back. We have Armenia, Czechia, Finland, Georgia, Serbia, Slovenia, Spain, Sweden, Ukraine, the UK. Yeah, that's 10. I would feel I would feel okay with an honorable mention to Norway. Yeah, okay, Norway. Yeah, I think honorable mention, it's just hard because I'm like, I just feel so deeply in my soul it's not winning. I don't, and I don't even know really why, because again, the same thing with France 2021, I just felt it in my soul, like, yeah, but no, it's not going to win. When I hear Norway, all I can think of is that arcade game DDR, like Dance Dance Revolution, and that's what makes me hesitant about this one too. It has the same kind of vibe where it's like, yeah, these are fun, upbeat, dancey songs. 
but I don't see them like winning. I think that's why I'm so hesitant about like saying Norway's got a winner potential to me at least. Yeah, I I'm thinking this is uh, and France. I just think I think the people who like France, I think it might be a loud minority as opposed to yeah. like an enthusiastic majority. That's that's like the vibe I'm getting. But okay, Lily, I mean, ultimately, it's not up to us, even though we are having the global vote this year. Mm -hmm. It's not up to us. But this was nice to kind of deep dive. I feel like I, I can hone in a little bit more on like the landscape of 2020. But also this to me, kind of further states just, you know, where we're at in this Eurovision season when it comes to the songs we're being served. Yeah, it's we're in an interesting place, aren't we? Like, yeah, we're in an interesting place. I agree with that. It's a it's a place. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Keep it locked here on the podcast. I've got an exciting interview coming up right after this short break. Today's episode of the Eurovision for Real podcast was previously recorded for video, so you can watch at youtube.com backslash Alicia Michelle or sit back and listen to the show. Hey, your vision fam. I am so excited because I am joined by yet again, another Portuguese artist, another artist vying to represent Portugal at Eurovision 2023. It's Neon Soho. Thank you all so much for joining me today. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got to start off and say, so I, I've talked to um, Mimi Cat and I've spoken with um, Esipovo. As well, and um, yeah, and uh, Kim, uh, yeah. who who wrote the song, sort of uh, behind that entry. So I I have to figure out what was your journey to uh, kind of throwing your hat in the ring for the festival this year. It, it, it kind of came as a surprise for us because um, we never um, thought in being part of this. Uh, we thought our our kind of, of music was uh, was not for the, for Festival de Canção, and and but we were invited, and that was amazing for us. It was really special, and we were not expecting, but um, we embraced it <laughs> very dearly, and we had to make um, a decision. Um, whether we were going to adjust ourselves to the festival, uh, I don't know. I thought it, it was me. I thought there were a kind of sound for festival. Uh, I don't know if, if you agree or not, but we decided to, to keep our identity. So I think we, we decided to, to show and to present a, a, a sound that it's our own sound. So we're going with it uh, till the end. So I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't think you're alone in that. I think that's one of the things that, for me, uh, makes the festival so much fun to hop into. Because honestly, it's a it's a compilation of music that personally I just listened to. I think even if it wasn't competing at Eurovision, if it showed up in a playlist for me, it's just the stuff that I, I really like and, and maybe lending to me being slightly biased uh, when it comes to what just what Portugal decides to send to Eurovision. So was this a song that you had written before or once you got the invitation, you were like, okay, let's make maybe something new. Uh, we, we had sort of a draft, a very raw draft, and then we we start uh, we, we began uh, building the song through impro improvisation and the lyrics. We we made a brainstorm and till it was ready to to present. Yeah. So now I have to ask, though, so I loved your song upon first listen. So I, I do reaction videos. I react to little snippets. It gives me like, OK, this is the taste of of what I like. And then I'll hop into the song uh, afterwards. So when I first even just heard the snippet of your track, 
I really gravitated towards it and I, I loved the song. And I kind of pulled out things that I was like, oh, this reminds me of this artist. Oh, this sounds a little bit of this. But instead of me just making assumptions, uh, what, what artists do you think uh, have influenced your sound that maybe you look at or, or even an artist that maybe you go, okay, if I could like steal their career and like have my career sort of mirror that, who, who would you say? Well, in our days, well, I can I immediately immediately think about Billie Eilish. Like, I mean, what she's doing uh, or her brother's doing um, sound-wise, you know, it's uh, very fresh. And uh, when I think about what uh, our compositions and our uh, future path, it's something that we, uh, which we relate a lot, you know. Um, our past um, album or uh, like older songs uh, had uh, were very 80s you know uh, and um and 90s as and well. 90s yes and i think we naturally because we we've been wor working uh, together the three of us i think we right now we we're, we're uh, finding um ourselves better and understanding like uh, which way we want to go uh so we're letting go the you know the 80s a little bit you know not all of it I mean, uh, it's part of my DNA uh, when I compose, when I do my part in our, in our, in our music. But yeah, I think we're going uh, um, fresher way, like more. Um, but we are very different, modern, the yeah. three of us. So it, it, it was um, in our early sound. Um, it was. Uh, we are sort of going the same way now with this song. It, it, it happened that, and that's funny, That that's nice for us, uh, because uh, we, we had to make uh, decisions and we we had to agree <laughs> on what we were going to do, yeah. But we are all very different. So um, I think we're very pleased because we find uh, we, we are heading towards that identity, I, I suppose, because well, all, I, all know, bands you... have an evolution and and we are still growing and trying to figure it out so yeah no i think this song was like a turning point for us yeah in our um with our identity musically okay um that was so nice to discover you know to because we, we like anna says we really had to be fast in taking decisions and and building the song uh, and we, we we discovered it was actually very easy because we are in a um, bigger symphony symphony uh, the, we are like more um, symphonia yeah symphony symphony no. I, I don't know <laughs> sorry we're using like the Portuguese words for yeah, sometimes no. I'm like as as an American in the space I have to be used to it but I, I love that you pulled on um, the idea of the 80s because actually one of the artists and even thinking of of your vocal that that hearkened for me. I'm I, so I, I'm, sec I'm secretive about my age out here in the streets, but I am an '80s baby. So <laughs> um, but but what it sort of reminded me of was I was like, "Ooh, this is giving me like a little bit of like Kate Bush," which I I'm like a really big Kate Bush fan. It's been nice with Stranger Things to see more people finding out about her. But yeah, but I I, I do wonder like as a vocalist. You know, when you are thinking of singing, you know, what kind of mindset do you put yourself in? Do you, uh, yeah, just I'm I'm big on I'm big on the vocal. People know me for this. I, I like I, I get picky. <laughs> I really love the, the 50s. It might might surprise you, but I love the 50s. Those Hollywood um, singers with that very old antique voice. Uh, I'm very keen on that. So I and a, a bit of classical as well. Okay. So maybe it has a little that approach in this in this song. But I also like to play and do crazy stuff with the voice, with the eighties, and yeah, like you said, so you see on the Banshees and yeah, yeah. and Cure. Um, I, I love uh, the music that comes from from those uh, from that time. But um, but yeah, the 50s is always with me. So maybe in that beginning, um, like Rita Aworth or Marilyn. Yeah, Monroe. yeah, sort of that like, you know, like Shantus, like yeah. uh, sort of uh, 
soft vocal and I, I I love the mention of Susie and the Banshees. My, I have a two-year-old, two-and-a-half-year-old daughter. And so one of our songs that we love to sing in the car is Spellbound. Uh, and she even has her own, you know, choreography to it. <laughs> Two-and-a-half. already like a thing oh yes oh yeah she she is a dancer she 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 loves to dance she will she will go mommy like dance i go dance can we can we dance <laughs> can we dance so, so that's my cue to put the music on and so speaking i guess of, of childhood and whatnot did you all, did you watch Eurovision at all growing up? Uh, you know, as an American, you know, I didn't have like a show that I could kind of turn to like, like Eurovision, but yeah, did you grow up watching the show at all? We did, we did. It, it's kind of a blur for us because it happened almost every year, I suppose mm -hmm. it did. Mm -hmm. And I do remember uh, a few songs, yeah. But it was all, I remember it was a huge, a huge happening, a huge event. So I, I do remember a few songs. I remember more the Eurovision, Eurovision, Eurovision not like the Portuguese song contest, contest here. Um, I can't really remember. Well, I wasn't even living in Portugal at the time. So um, I was living in Brussels. So more the Eurovision like uh, thing. Um, but I don't have the, such a good memory to remember, like, don't ask me. I remember Celine Dion. <laughs> yes, yeah, I for, for Switzerland, before. yeah, competing for Switzerland. And, yeah. yeah, I do remember that. And ABBA, they, did, they were apart, weren't they? <laughs> Correct, that, that was how they launched their career to the world, yeah. launched oh. them into superstardom. So knowing that you're competing in this thing that could be putting you into Eurovision, have you thought that far or are we keeping our focus, you know, on the festival first? We keep, we keep it, we, yeah. Yeah, we, we go we like do. maybe steps, you know, it's, um, it's, it's already huge uh, being like at this festival in Portugal uh we, we can't go further yeah. than that so um yeah yeah we can't go that far <laughs> it's we have no expectations really yeah. but well, we are with, thrilled for being a part and for being invited with that so um have you all figured out sort of what you plan to do on stage like to bring the song to life i know you can't tell us everything but Maybe is there an emotion you want people to feel after watching yes. it? And is there maybe a theme or an inspiration point you're, you're kind of pulling for for the individual staging? Well, it, it's hard to say. We, we cannot uh, disclosure, but um, we, we are going to try to... Um, to, to Yeah, to <laughs> surprise in terms of, uh, you know, texturizing our, our song. Through, through <laughs> what? It's hard because we're so afraid <laughs> yeah. to disclosure. Um, just well, I, I think about like just um, staging. You know, we're we are still <laughs> working on that staging stuff, but we want our staging to to um, uh, to be like strong, to grow up along the song because yeah. the song is a grower, you know, and so um, you know. Yeah, we, 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 but we cannot <laughs> say anything. We are trying to, <laughs> but we want, we want it. it to be like a surprise because, you know, uh, uh, there's so many ways to, to, to go with this song on stage yeah. and with this voice, on this incredible voice on stage. Um, so we want to, you know, to, to, yeah, to, to, to take the, the best out of it, yeah. of course, obviously. So I, I'm sure I have been loving just listening to all the songs competing at the festival this year. I mean, the playlist, I really can start it and just let it ride so many interesting acts. I ask people this question for Eurovision, and I've been asking folks this year in the national selection, if you could maybe steal or remix um, a song that is competing at festival.consult and put sort of the Neon Soho remix or spin on it, whose song would you want to maybe remix or, or, or do a cover of? Well, I have a thing for Claudia Pasquale's song. 
I do. I, you know, Maria. Hi, I'm Maria. I, I, I'm so afraid to to say the name wrong. Um, but it would be fun to do, like, to give it a twist and um, do like an electronic thing um, with it. Um, I love all contestants. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but for I like a remix, uh, it's what I think immediately. But yeah, all, all of them are incredible. Mm. Um, what would you remix or what would you give I, it a twist? I don't to know. Fix? I don't know. They're all good. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting you say that because I, I talked to Mimi Cat earlier today and I asked her the same question and she said, she was like Claudia's song. She was like, that's the one I'd, I want to do a spin. And, and she even said, she was like, you know, I think maybe even a spin of, of Claudia's song and a little bit of uh, Ivandra's song, uh, Povo. Yeah, um, yeah. So maybe maybe those sort of combined. Well, I would say like, do you have as creatives and whatnot, do you have any advice for folks out there who, who might be songwriters, singers, um, who maybe would want to compete in their country's national selection? Any advice you would give? I would I would say keep your identity and because if you work on something you know and you love uh, you go with your truth <laughs> so it's much yeah. easier I suppose and you can't fail on that I think yeah that's my advice. no I totally agree <laughs> be yourself it's a cliche but it's yeah. it's the because it's very easy to adapt and to adjust things just to be um easier to to be to please to please exactly <laughs> maybe uh, we should go that direction because people will love it more but you cannot you, not everybody's going to like your music so you have to be mm -hmm. you have to be prepared for that so might as well present what you love and i think that's the best advice no and i think that that is i think that that's a Good advice to kind of close on. Thank you so much uh, for speaking with me. And of course, best of luck. I'm loving the song. Folks can find it on, on streaming platforms, even though the soundtrack or the, the playlist for the, for the festival is not available in the United States. I'm very bummed about that, but I have to watch it. <laughs> but it's available everywhere else, everywhere else. Canada, it's available in Latin America. It's available all over Europe. So thank you so much. Please stream the song for them. And yes, again, best of luck on the stage. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank it was you. really nice. Thank you so much.